Sorry, I had to pee. I don't know how people get hydrated and stay hydrated because there isn't time to pee this many times in the day. You got to get an IV. You still have to pee in even if pee. it's an IV. Because you're pee-vee. still hydrated and your kidneys are still filtering your blood. You got to get a bucket and one of those lady wieners. Or just do what I do and whiz all over yourself. Ed, stop doing that. No one likes it when you do that. Under the blazing sun in the Lopetian desert lies the proud city of Mansamalut. The hard-working denizens of this mercantile capital live honest lives. But when the sun goes down, there is another face to this metropolis. The zookeeper is the head of a vast criminal network that controls trade just out of view of the law. This is the story of three aspiring members of That Thieves Guild. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a band of bards out on tour. But today, we're playing Burglar Mystery Tour, an actual play podcast about a band of thieves robbing fools. My name is Brayton, and I'll be your DM. And I'm Ed, and I'll be playing Drell Griefstroke, a human warlock with jet black hair, he wears black leather armor, and he wears a black cloak. His favorite color is... Actually, you know what? I'll leave some of the imagination up to the listener. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. He is a kobold. He's about three feet tall. He's got orange scales. His belly's like a yellow color. And he wears sunglasses, but they're like steampunky. And they don't actually fix the fact that he can't see very well in the daytime. He's pretty energetic and cute, even if Brayton doesn't think kobolds are cute. Hey y'all, this is Nora. I'm playing Hap Shepsim, a blonde, blue-eyed, charming fellow from far away. Hap's been part of the Thieves Guild for a while now and prefers any heist where he gets to shine in the leading role. He's a mark of finding human rogue and also a bit of a dick. He's not really nice to anyone unless he thinks he can get something out of it. Last time on Burglar Mystery Tour, the gang went disguised to a party of some well-to-dos in order to find the location of a map that can lead their thieves' guild to some valuable merchandise. After mingling for a while, they split up to find different information. Hab Shepsum has influenced Lady Finn with a filter of love. We join them as Jaxo is hiding under the bed in the botanist Donna's bedroom. This is Burglar Mystery Tour. I'd like to quickly look around since now I know this is the botanist room and see if I see anything... Suspicious or interesting? Suspicious or interesting? Roll a perception check. 22. She has a journal at her bedside table. I don't know. There's a lot of plants and there's a lot of books on the bookshelf and a lot of the books are in Dwarven. Do you speak Dwarven? Uh, no. I speak common, elvish, goblin, and thieves can't. Well, some of the books are in a language you don't speak. Lady Finn wants to continue with the tour before Donna comes back. She's like, there's plenty of time in this evening for you to talk to Donna. We might as well give her a little bit of space. I want to push her over towards the wall where the journal is and give her the good old seduction techniques while I sleight of hand this journal. Okay, bud. Make a performance check. 23. I say, my lady, why don't we just tarry here for one second so that we can take a look at these wonderful plants? Are you going in for like a kiss or are you... I'm going for like some neck nuzzling, some booty groping. It's getting hot and steamy. She's like putty in your hands. She backs towards the wall where the bedside table is that has the journal. And she's like, oh my. You want me to roll for a sleight of hand check to grab the journal? Sure. 
And Emily, if you want to do anything besides just sit under the bed quietly, hidden, let me know. Um, do I see their feet and what's going on? Yeah, you can clearly hear them. You can see their feet and you recognize that it is Hap's disguise. But you're not sure who the lady is. Earlier when I came into the room, did it seem like there was any other good place to hide? There's that walk-in closet, but it'd be hard to get to it. You'd have to like scamper to it. I'm just going to stay where I am for now. Terrified. All right, Nora, go ahead and make your sleight of hand check. I got a 29. What's the point of me even rolling a perception check? And when I grab the uh, journal, I also want to replace it with a uh, cocktail napkin. Okay, great work. You do it. And then uh, I wait until Donna comes back to give us the plant tour. Okay. How does that buzzle fit under the bed? Very carefully. It's also not real. It it doesn't take up any more space than me. And if someone runs into it, they walk through it. So I think it's fine. Yeah, because your tail is pretty compressible. That's how kobolds get into nice little holes and stuff. Yeah, I'm good at digging. All right, so you're waiting for Donna to come back? You're not going to continue on the tour? I want to know about these plants. All right, let's uh, check in with Ed. What are you up to? I have to wait until Donna gets back so I can give her her glass back. I thought I was going to give it to Peter Dave, but they just effed off. Don't you think at some point you get impatient? Yeah, I'm going to, is there someone at the grill? Yeah. I'm going to go over there and be like, what's up, dude? Uh, not much, dude. There's a human wearing a ruffled tuxedo shirt, but it has short sleeves and he's got a bow tie on. So how's grilling? Oh man. You know, I love it. How's, uh, oh, I think I'm unpopular. I was hanging out with these people and then they all had to quote unquote, go to the bathroom at the same time. Hey man, between you and me, I don't think it's you because they've been drinking a lot of that beer and they'll be back because they've been here since six o'clock. Before the party started, just guzzling beers. All right. You want a kebab? Eh, not really. You got any hot dogs? I got Vienna sausages. Oh, if it's Vienna sausages, you make a whole kebab of Vienna sausages? Yeah, I can do that. I'll do You that. want bell peppers between them or anything? Onions. Onion chunks? All right, gotcha. All right, All right he grills that up. All right, um, Donna comes out of the bathroom, back into her room, and then she's like, I'm back. All right, we're ready for the plant tour. Okay. Uh, and she looks really awkward, and then she just points. She's standing beside a bookshelf. It's on the same wall as the door. All right, this one here is a little jade plant. This one beside it is uh, a spider plant. Then she walks like two steps over to the other side of the bookshelf. And she's like, this one here is a rubber plant. Aren't rubber trees like humongous? Not rubber plants are different. What? There's rubber plants and rubber trees. This is some Oxheld Ivy. And this one over here is a dwarf date palm all the way from the Dwarven lands. Do you have any lopids in here that we could look at? I've always been quite curious about the structure of the plants. I don't have a lopid in here. They don't, they're extremely hard to grow. Well, what do they look like? She points at her wall. There's a poster on the wall of a plant that is not a succulent. That has strange geometric petals. What type of climate do they grow in? They grow around here, but not. They need very, very specific uh, microclimate to produce flowers. You know, the petals are, that's what we do. I mean, that's the, the business that the fins are in. What does one use the petals for once you harvest them? Oh, they, they're used for anything. There are all kinds of different salves, uh, potions, salves oils. Instead of salves? I did. Okay. All kinds of different salves, potions, rubs, tinctures, suspensions, medicines. Sounds quite multi-purpose. Yeah, they have a lot of ingrained, inherent, arcane potential for someone who knows what they're doing. Well, thank you for the plant tour. It was quite educational. We'll be on our way and give you some privacy. All right, well, I got to get out of here, too. I just came in to use the bathroom. Ah, of course. And she waits for you and Lady Finn to leave, and she walks out behind you and closes the door. And Donna heads back to get her mug from Drell. Or Maglus, as she believes. Emily, you're in the room alone again. Okay. I move out from under the bed. Okay. I want to investigate the room for any maps, because apparently we're looking for a map. Oh, sure. Roll an investigation check. Six. Um, you don't find 
any map. Well, you find some maps, but they're not standalone maps. You find them in some books. Yeah. They seem like they're not the kind of thing you're looking for. They're just botanical novelties. Okay, I listen to the door and see if I can hear anybody going up and down the hallway. Roll a perception check. Ten. You don't hear anybody going up and down the hallway. Okay, I very stealthily open the door. There's nobody in the hallway. I go into the bathroom and walk out of the bathroom just in case I see somebody. So then I can be like, I was just using the bathroom. After I go into the bathroom, I come out and I leave and close the main hallway door behind me. Okay. So you're in the main hallway where the foyer and the dining room is. Where do you want to go from there? I'm going to walk back out to see, because I don't really know where they're headed next on this tour. So I'm just going to go back out to the porch area and see who's out there. If they ended up back out there or if I recognize anybody else. All right. Back out where the crowd is on the patio porch area. You see Drell standing there um, with Donna and two other guys. And, you know, most of the party guests are out there just milling about chit-chatting. The admirable Admiral Finn is out there boisterously boasting about his business prowess still. Okay. I head towards Drell. Also, um, I want to note what time it is. How long have we been at this party? I don't think you've been here for very long, have okay. you? Let's say you've only been here for like 15 or 20 minutes. All right. Wow, we got a lot done in 15 minutes. Jeez. Um, all right. Let's go to... So Lady Finn is going to try to drag you upstairs to show you the rest of the house. Hap. Okay. Do you go with her? Yeah, I'm going to ride this out as long as this charmed thing's going to last. Okay. So as soon as you get upstairs, it's like a hallway, except for that it's over top of the foyer. And there are banisters on it. So you can see it's all one big space there. And she takes you across that walkway into that southern wing. And she's like, these are the boys' rooms. I hope that they tidied them up. I told them we had guests coming. She opens a door to that wing. And you can see there are two bedrooms in there. And what you would presume is a bathroom. So one bedroom faces the front of the house with windows. And one bedroom faces the back of the house with windows. They both have sliding glass doors with balconies on them. Are you going to do anything or ask any questions? So lovely, my lady, that they have a separate area of the house. I want to ask her in a subtle way which room is which. Which one stays in which room? Do you want to roll perception check? 24. I feel like you can probably tell it's very obvious. So the front of the house room is... Very neatly organized. It's very sparsely decorated on top of the dresser or desk, any furniture that's in there. Both rooms have the bed made, but one is like really tight and clean and neat. And the other one's like, you know, when you don't really want to make your bed and your mom makes you and it's like kind of shitty looking. The tidy one is Harry's room. I was assuming the opposite. The tidy one is the front. Yeah. Then the back bedroom has, it looks like it was cleaned before the party, but Then there were multiple outfits tried on and thrown onto the bed. And Lady Finn's like, oh, this boy, I swear, can never keep anything orderly. But that's part of his genius, you know. I did notice that about Harry. He seemed to be all over the place. That's the way it is with artists. They can't control their spirits and their vigor. Harry's not the artist. Ferguson is the artist. It's true. Harry's the one that cares what things look like. Ferguson's the one that doesn't like parties, doesn't want to clean up for a party. But he cares about himself and how he feels. But he's also the only one that does the family business. Harry just wants to look good. Doesn't actually pull through. Probably wants to get with some of the ladies. Yeah, you gotta think about it that way too. Harry cleaned his bed because he knew someone's staying over. But like Ferguson was like, I hate parties. Just throw my clothes on there. But she didn't contradict you when you said Harry. And then she said Harry was the artist. I know. That's why I was confused. I was trying to make Maybe sure she doesn't know her right. children from each other. Oh, she knows her children good. Better than any of you guys know her children. Are you sure? Because we just dissected this. I say, Lady Finn, tell me more about your children. What are they like? Two of the best children anybody could ever ask for. Ferguson, the oldest, he does his father so proud. He's learning the family business, the ins and outs. He's going to take over one day and really run the business exactly, you know? Keep the books in order. Keep all the customers happy. Keep all the orders filled. He does like to dabble in some painting, but... um. He doesn't let us look at it. He's, he's very, very private. private with his art. Yes. Harry seems like quite a social man. Yeah, he's um 
he's much more whimsical. He's more flighty. That's why he's such a great marketing master. He does all of the posters you've seen for the business all over town. You have seen them, haven't you? Well, you know, my lady, we just arrived this evening, so it's been quite dark outside. We haven't seen anything. Well, I mean, even in the dark, you must have seen some of them. What are they, fluorescent? I don't know. She just like feels like he's really good at it. Are there further rooms for us to see this evening? The one last bit you could see if you really want to. What's the final stop on the tour? Follow me. And then she leads you out of the room. So then Lady Finn escorts you north to the second floor northern wing of the house, which is above the master bedroom suite. This is the office. Nothing much exciting over here. Can I do a perception check? Sure. Um, 17. There's a huge oak desk in the middle of the room, and the walls are lined ceiling to floor with bookshelves covered every inch in dusty tomes. There's like filing cabinets in there. Also, two chairs in front of the desk. Like if you were to have somebody come into your office and talk to you, there's um, a little tiny dry bar with like a crystal brandy jug. Wait, what's a dry bar? It doesn't have plumbing. Oh, just liquor. Yeah, just liquor. Is there ice? No, there's no ice in it. Boo. Um, You don't have time to rifle through the papers. Yeah, I figured it was just kind of like looking around. If there was anything like a folder that said like top secret, don't open, that was laying out on his desk. Classified maps inside. Yeah, nothing that says classified. Okay. Um, but there are papers on the desk, like... It's he uses it. Why, Lady Finn, uh, what a lovely office. I've been thinking about getting something quite the same for my new abode here in the city. And I'm wondering about home security options. Where do you keep all of your fine jewels and important papers safe from thieves? Um, she looks around, and then she leans in and she says, Well, you'll just have to find out, won't you? And then she winks at you flirtatiously. She keeps them up her cooch? No. That is not healthy. <laughs> that is not sanitary. Or dry, honestly. That's like a good point. Like there's bacteria and molds like damp, warm environments. There's probably got a lot of bacteria and mold growing in your butthole or whatever. I wink back at her. But this isn't very interesting. Come on. And she goes through the office. There's another door. Now you, and she taps you on the nose. She says, wait right here. Well, I use the ladies' room. And then she goes into a bathroom that's right there. Okay, how long have we been on the tour now? It feels like forever to me. Right? Uh, wait, listen, Emily's thing only lasts an hour, so she's going to not be Gillette before you are not in love with. Yeah, it hasn't really taken that long, but like maybe 20 minutes. You feel like you have plenty of time. Maybe you have... Uh, like 20 minutes left on that thing. I'm going to scrawl a real quick note that says had to pee and then look for my comrades. Oh, I need to tell you something because you can't see this map I'm looking at. The hallway continues past the bathroom. Is there like another door? Yeah, there are two doors. Does it say map room? No, neither door says map room. I'd like to go look in them as quickly and as quietly as possible so that I can still get away with my pee note. Okay, the first door, are you sneaking or are you just doing it? I'm just doing it. Okay, you open the door. It's a guest room. Like there's not much in it. So this is on the front of the house. So it's the northern wing, but it's the same as that balcony from one of the boys' rooms that looked out of the front of the house. Mm -hmm. And standing on the balcony, there's a guy with a bow dressed in guard outfit. And he looks at you and he stands up a little bit more straight. And then he like waves. I wave back and I say, oh, just taking a tour of the building with the lady of the house. Good, sir. And I close the door. He makes a confused face and then you close the door. He says nothing. Because there is no lady of the house. She's been dead for a decade. What? Dun, this dun, is a dun, ghost dun. story. Horror mystery tour. All right, I go look in the last room. All right, you open that door, which is straight across from the bathroom. And you open it, and it is a closet, but it's empty. There's nothing in it. And on the wall across the closet from you, there's a big metal door that looks heavy, like a vault door. And on the door, there's, there's a handle for you to grab. 
It says secret maps. It doesn't say secret maps. Do you want to examine it? Yes, I would like to examine it. Roll a investigation check. Uh, 17. You can tell with your quick thievy eyes that there are three important components to this door. There's a keyhole for a physical key. There's a four-digit, um, what do you call those? Ro- like rotary four-digit code thing. And then there's a little grill, like would cover some sort of microphone. Okay. Do I still have time to leave my peanut and escape before she gets out of the bathroom? Oh, no. You gotta be fast. I run like lightning. All right, um, let's cut back down to the other two. What are you guys doing during the second half of this tour? I'm waiting for Donna to come back and for my kebab to be done. Yeah, so your, your kebab gets done. Donna comes back. So do Pete and Dave. I'm like, yeah, I give Donna her glass back. Okay. Then shortly after they all get back, your boy Jaxo shows up dressed as Juliette. I'm like, hey, Juliette. Hey. This is Donna and uh, Pete and Dave. Hey there. You want to have uh, my hello. kebab? Sure. It's What's all on it? sausages. No, I get a different one from the grill. All right. A normal one. There's one that has mushrooms on it, too. That's fine. Which is gross. That's gross. I'm like, all right, guys. Well, it's good meeting you. I'm going to go wander. Yeah, it's good meeting you. Bye. Bye. Donna says, oh, it was great to meet you. And then she leans in. She was like, can you believe to Pete and Dave? And you can kind of hear her talking as you're walking away because she's a little a little bit drunk. And she's like, can you believe that Serena had that new guy in my bedroom flirting with him? And Pete and Dave are like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, Gillette, what's the, uh, and I give the little tap on where your watch should be on your wrist. I'm like, what's there? How are you doing? I'm okay. Probably soon. Okay. I mean, I can go back. There's a bathroom. I know where there's a bathroom. Um, If you need to turn to a pumpkin, let me know. I can cover for you. What do we have, Brayton? Like five, ten more minutes? Yeah. Well, you're also doing this while they were upstairs doing the office and stuff. So ten, fifteen minutes, whatever. Hey, have you seen uh, Lord Smothers in a bit? I was trying to hang out with those guys and they all took off and left me holding that glass. And I felt like it was rude to just bail on that. Yeah. I mean, you're a good friend. That's not true. Okay. Well, sometimes you're a good friend. In this instance, you You don't know me. (laughs) All right. He has darkness in his heart. That's true. Yeah. So you don't know where he went. I was hoping to get a little bit of info from those nerds, but they didn't do jack crap. I really hope that our good buddy did a little bit of something because, oh boy, if not, we're going to. You want to like, uh, just like walk upstairs like we own the place? Ed and Emily both roll perception checks. 12. 25. So, Ed, you don't, you're just complaining because you're upset. But, Jaxo, you can overhear them saying, the three of those drinking buddies are saying, like, well, good for her. You know, after the way that he treated her last year, she deserves to just have a little bit of fun. You know what I mean? He can, he's a big boy. He can deal with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as we get farther away, I let... I, I hate that we have double names. Magnus. You can call uh, me Drell because that's actually who I am. It's just okay. when I address you in front of other people, I shouldn't call you Jaxo. Um, I say to Drell, as soon as we get like farther away, I like explain what I overheard a little bit. Just so that he's in the know too. I'm like, well, that's cool. But like, we don't have time for, you know, a little something. So. Yeah, I know. Let's go upstairs. All right. We walk up the big stairs. Okay, people see you going up, but they don't stop you. Not guards, like um, servers and butlers and stuff. Okay. Party attendants. Yeah, I'll just say that we're looking for our friend, our owner, our, what is this person to us? Our lord? Boss? Our boss. We're looking for our boss. All right, right as you get to the top of the steps, Lord Tad's mother's is hastily beating a retreat, trying to go down the steps. All right, I immediately turn around. Start walking back down. I look at the people that were looking at me going up, and I'm like, geez, this place is a maze. Start walking down the stairs. I just turn and follow my boss. Oh, my employees. How nice to see you. Let's head back downstairs. Cool. What would you guys like to do at this point? Well, I'm going to say, maybe I was hitting the bottle too hard. Maybe we need to get out of here. What do you think? It's been quite a long evening already. Yeah, the night's still young, but maybe I'm older than I thought I was, you know? I think it's better to leave before we outstay our welcome. Okay. Yeah, I'm tired. 
let's leave. You know, do we have to say goodbye to anyone or can we just disappear? It's like you just flake out in this party. It's this 57 person party. Like, yeah, if everyone said goodbye to the host, it would take them like hours to leave. We're not doing that to them. We're good guests. I'm getting a piece of peach berry pie and a cup of coffee for the road. Yeah, I'll get another plate of uh, salami wrapped around mozzarella. All right, all right, cool. I think since I'm like the one in charge of this delegation, I should probably say goodbye to our host. So while they do that, I'll go say goodbye to the Admiral Okay. and shake his hand again before we leave. He's out in the same spot as he was before. He's not telling a story. He's listening to somebody else's story very attentively. And by that, I mean, he keeps cutting them off to make like not super good jokes. Well, then we were able to make contact and he's like, oh, yeah, I bet you did make contact, didn't you, Ralph? And everyone is too polite to say like, hey, just let him talk. And then he sees you approaching him and he's like, oh, it's about time you came back, Tad. Well, Admiral, I'm afraid that one of my servants is taken ill and we must depart a little earlier than expected. But I did quite enjoy your hospitality. So thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, it was great to have you come back anytime. I hope that they feel better. What are you going to do? You know, health is the one thing you can't buy. Traditionally, we hug goodbye to our new business acquaintances. Would you allow me the honor? He just looks a little awkward. and He goes, ah, okay. And then he holds his arms out wide. And while I do that, I want to like feel his back pockets to see if there's a key in them. Yeah. Uh, roll a slight of hand check. Do you want to just feel it or do you want to just like, if you feel it, take it? No, I just want to see if I feel it. I don't want to take it. 20. He gives you a a bear hug that's like too hard. And then he goes like, oh, I didn't know we were that good of friends, bud. Do I feel anything? Yeah, you definitely feel that he has a key in his pocket. Okay. Then he says, all right, well, make sure you take some food for the road. I can't eat this all myself. (laughs) Of course, of course. Thank you for your hospitality. We'll catch you at the next shindig. Are you throwing the next one? Oh, absolutely. You're top of the invite list. You and your lovely wife. All right, we'll be there. And then he lets you leave. Well, since we didn't give Monty a pickup time, I think we have to walk home. Yeah, then you guys just walk home like a bunch of poppers. Boo. Yeah, but I'm like eating the Vienna sausages like, oh, yeah, man, (laughs) the grease calms the stomach down, you know? Oh, man, this pie. Oh, yeah, not grease. So good. Yeah, but honestly, though, that was just the excuse to get out of here so they heard me say it. I didn't drink nearly enough tonight. Let's get back to the uh, gallows basket and finish off a few rounds. You know what I mean? All right, all right. All I had was that one dark and stormy and that one beer. A little bit of champagne and that really big beer. That's all I had to drink tonight. Yeah, y'all. I think we're going to have to talk about what we found out in this here uh, party. Plus that second drink you had at the gallows basket before you left whenever else was getting. That was actually the second drink I said. My fault then. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Oh, yeah. I pull out my pipe. I smoke my pipe. Wait, what? Ca- you have a pipe? Of course. Well, like a tobacco pipe? Yeah, but it's because um, I... I've always wanted to breathe fire, and so the smoke coming out of my nostrils makes me feel a little bit more like a dragon. Also, I turn back into a kobold. Okay. All right, as we walk away from the thing, because there's a wall that goes around the whole thing, right? And there's guards outside? Mm -hmm. Yes. There are guards at the front gate. There's like a guard in like a little shack. How tall is the wall, though? It's like 10 feet tall. All right, when we're walking away, I'm going to look down the side of it and see if it looks like there's like other guard. We didn't see like a second entrance to the wall or anything. No, you didn't see a second entrance to the wall. All right. And I look down the side. There's nothing. It's not like well lit. There aren't guards or something down there. It's poorly lit. In fact, you don't see anybody at all. I can see great. Do I see anything? I think that all three of you guys can see quite a distance. I have dark vision to 90 feet. Yeah. So the whole length that you can see. There's no guards, but 90 feet doesn't see all the way back to the back corner. But there are many palm trees planted at regular intervals that all grow mostly straight because they're palm trees, but some of them curve a little bit more towards the wall and some curve a little bit away from the wall. And you can tell that the other side of the house, like around all three sides that aren't the front street, there are palm trees. Are you shitting me? I have 120 feet of dark vision. Holy shit. Why do you have so much dark vision? It's called devil's sight. Jeez. Do you have to cast something or you just have it? I just have it at all times. 
120 dark vision. Well, you still can't see the very back corner, but there's nothing. You don't see any guards. Well, I'm going to look back and see how far are we from the guards that are at the front door. Uh, the front garden is like 50. I think I said it was 50 yards before. Before the front of the house. All right. I'm going to whisper to these guys. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm just, like, chill for one second. I'll be right back. I'm going to dip off the road when the guards aren't looking. I'm going to do like a dash around the outside of the wall and see if it looks like there's any sort of surveillance or guards or exterior light or anything outside the actual wall. All right. Are you doing it stealthfully or are you just going? Yeah, I'm doing it stealthily. All right. Roll a stealth check. Seven. Okay. You run thumping your feet real loudly around the wall. You don't see anybody on the outside of the wall. All right. I'll go back to where I left those dudes on the road. I'm assuming that you're kind of hugging the wall, like you're real close to the wall. No, no. I was trying to keep my distance. I was just trying to like look at the entire exterior and see if there's like other gates, guards walking around. Roll a perception check. Three. Okay. Yeah. When you get to the back corner of the wall, there's a small man gate, but it's like a wooden gate that's hard to see through right behind where those guards were standing behind um, the admiral. In that corner, but it's on the back wall. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. You don't see anything else. All right, I'll go back to these guys and I'll be like, all right, I think there's only one more entrance. It doesn't look like there's patrols or like sentries or anything that can see over the wall. So Good to know. Thanks. What do y'all want to do? You want to regroup? And then we hoof it back to the gallows basket. Ba-da-da. Back to the gallows basket. Ba-da-da. Got a message for you and it's headed to your brain. You're not insane, it's just a message. Well, Flo here, no, no, Emily here. Um, Just wanted to let you know that if you miss the songs, you can check them out on Bandcamp uh, while we're being burglars. And one day we'll be back in Dream Lancer land and you'll have music again. But for now, uh, we're having a good time being burglars and trying out some new things. I hope you like the adventures of Jack, so Hap and Drell so far. Thought you should know that Brayton uploaded our magic items, the ones he created. They are on D&D Beyond. There's Flo's Flower Pot Fort, Grungo's Door, Sammy's Singing Stone, and the Fidgeting Dirk. So if you're looking for any of those, you can find them. Flower pot is one word and fidgeting is F-I-D-G-I-T-I-N-G for the fidgeting Dirk. Um, trying to think what else we should tell you. I don't really have a whole lot to say. We're trying to get things rolling on the songs for albums to come out. Uh, if you are a patron, thank you so much for all of your support. It means a lot. And even though Jaxo's not super into postcards, you can probably still expect a postcard. Um, not sure what that'll be yet, but keep an eye on your mailbox. And I guess that's it. Um, yeah, I hope that you're all staying as healthy as you can and safe and Hanging in there while we deal with the world. All right. Back to the action. All right. You guys just get a room or not a room, but you get a table. Yeah. In the gallows basket. Yeah. And you whisper about your secrets. Totally. All right, Hap. What's the deal? I hope you were more successful than I was. I got almost no recon. I successfully seduced the mistress of the house and I convinced her to give me a tour of the grounds. If you know what I mean. And I did indeed find that vault. The vault is above the master bedroom. It's in the north wing. And it's got at least three different methods of unlocking that we got to figure out how to do. So one of them's a key. And the Admiral indeed has it on his person. I felt it. And there's also a four-digit code. I don't know what that could be. And there is a microphone grill of some kind that it looks as if we might need to speak a phrase into. Uh-oh. That's rough. Yeah. Plus, there's that big old wall in the way. I think we're going to have ourselves a challenge in time. Yeah, I don't think the wall is as big of a deal. I thought maybe maybe we didn't do a very good job. What other rooms did you find in your tour? Well, underneath that vault, there is indeed a master bedroom. And up above it, in the same hallway, is the office. 
I didn't get a chance to search through it. I did just a cursory viewing and didn't see anything that caught my attention. Uh, the boys' bedrooms, they're upstairs in the south wing. And uh, they've got some balcony access that we might be able to use. And then downstairs in the south wing is the kitchen and that botanist's bedroom. Found that. Oh, did you? Oh, I was under the bed when you were in there with your new friends. Did you seduce the botanist and have her show you around? No, 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 no. No seduction here. So that's about the lay of the land. I think we might be able to entree through any of those balconies. Oh, there was a guest bedroom also near the vault, but there was a guard on that balcony. But given that there are quite a number of trees, I think that those might be one of the best ways to access the building without being seen. Were there any guards that were short that I could disguise myself as one of them? No. How about like wait staff or anything? Yes. Yeah. 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 There are some wait staff that was short. I also did steal this here diary from the botanist. So we should look through this to see if there's any clues. Maybe she included the digit code or the phrase inside of this here accountant. You think the botanist has access to the vault? Well, she is one of the most trusted members of their household. You think it's three factor, like there are three people that need to be there to get in because they can't trust with one person. Mayhap, mayhap, could be. So you think the key is Admiral Finn's access. Then you need someone else with a digit thing, then someone else with a talk thing. That's even harder to crack, you know? Maybe we can surveil them going in one day. How can we sneak that up? We need that stone. We need that potted plant. You think they're not going to notice a potted plant in a closet? We need to get give that potted plant to the botanist while some of us are inside of it. But she likes to keep all her plants in her bedroom. She's not keeping them in the vault. Yeah, but that at least gets somebody into the house. That is true. Was there a thing that casted clairvoyance? Yeah, that was Sammy's singing stone. I was kind of thinking along the same lines there, Drell. What if we could fool them into opening the vault for us? Seeing as we've only identified one of the necessary devices for opening it. We pay off a crier to give news that a rival company has access to the map and is going to make a move on the Lopid industry. And they have to go in there to see if the map is still there. I don't know how this helps us. I still think somebody needs to be inside of that potted plant. Yeah. How long till Lord Smothers shows up? I know I said at least two weeks earlier. So we don't have very long before we're found out. Yeah. We need to figure out how to find out how to get in there before they get here. For real. Do you guys want to read through that journal that you stole? Yes. Yeah. All right, Brayden. I just brought it up because you talked about it. I do want to read it. I don't want to see if there's any good clues in there or a salacious gossip. All right. Roll some investigation checks. Reading check? What do you want it to be? I said investigation checks, but I'm willing to hear arguments for being some other kind of check. And well, if it's an investigation roll, check, I got a one. Well, I was going to say, if you're taking your time reading it, then you might as well roll it at advantage. Um, which I was going to say before you said that. I got an 11 investigation. I got a 13. Well, can I roll it at advantage now? Yeah. I got the same thing. I got a one. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not a very good reader. Okay. Yeah, you find Donna's just really excited to get this job. She has recently been moved into the job as in like six months or nine months ago or something. So she's really excited to be working in her field. There's not a lot of jobs that pay well for botanists. And uh, there's a bunch of gossipy stuff in it. She has a crush on Pete, but she's playing it cool. All right, Pete. All right, Pete. There's our inn. Does it say anything about like the the growing sites where they grow the plants? Like any context clues that we might pick up about where they are just because of what she says? No. So it's outside of the city. You can tell that um, a big part of the business, which maybe should have been in the discussions you guys had at the party, has to do with organizing these like sand boats. They're like wind-powered sand vessels. 
they like skim across the desert surface because that's like one of the fastest ways to move um, without magical means. So you are surmising that the distance is really vast between them um, or else they would just walk or use horses or camels or something. That's all right. We'll get our good friend Monty to help us out driving the sand skiff. As long as he doesn't have to talk, everything's fine. Donna has been to a bunch of these sites, you can tell by reading her journal, but she always goes with the Admiral. Like she never, she doesn't have the, it doesn't seem like she goes by herself. Does it seem like she puts anything in there about where they are? No, they're in the desert. So we got to blow the door off this vault because we're never getting that combo or that voice word. Well, I'm no safe expert. I leave that up to other people in my crew. I'm the face man. We need a demolitionist. I got you the information that you needed about where the vault was, so I'm expecting some great things from the rest of all- y'all. We pull the cart in the room under the vault. And we blow the ceiling off, and it falls into the cart and through the cart. And then we have one person laying underneath the cart to break in. Isn't the bedroom of the Lady and the Lord underneath the vault, though? Yes. Yep. We have it to. Is. We have to blow that off too. Did you ever consider that blowing up the vault might damage the map? I try not to think about that. So guys, I think we messed up. Why? I think we were supposed to get that map. You want to go back? I think that we were supposed to get the combo. I didn't know there was a call. I thought we only needed to know where it was, but now we need to get the stuff to get in. So we need a code word, maybe, unless it's voice imprint. Then we need to sound like someone. Although I would like to say, Hap, you got some real good impersonation skills. Why, thank you very much. I've been working on that one for quite some time. Yeah, have you ever thought about going into ventriloquism? I have not. Those are different skills. I'm not so good with the not moving of the mouth. Yeah, you need that for ventriloquism. Um, well, if you think we should go back tonight, we could. Well, we can't go back because we said I was sick. Okay, well, we have that potted plant. What if we put you inside of it? And then we give that potted plant to them as a gift and we say, we're sorry we had to leave. So suddenly our friend was sick. We got him home, and now we wanted to bring the thanks for having a party gift. A bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine. Here's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe since this Ferguson Finn has been added into his daddy's business dealings, maybe we could exploit him and his knowledge of the business to identify the code word and the four-digit code to get into the safe. He might be in his daddy's good graces and know what that information is. You think each Finn has, like you think the dad has the key, the one kid has the voice line because he can't keep track of physical objects, and the other one has a code because he loves numbers? Could be. I heard something. I don't know if it was me. Was it me that overheard? I think it was Ed that overheard about the, the wife. and Emily. Jackso overheard that on my behalf. Did you want me to share that information? Wait, I just got it. Someone said something that made me think of this idea. Tomorrow, we pay some kid to take the plant with a note to the residence and give it to Donna. And the note says to Donna. And then it says like, definitely not from Pete, winky face. But then she knows because it says winky face, she knows not to tell Pete about it. But then she's like, ah, Pete gave me this plant. It's my most precious plant. And we hide in there until night. We jump out, we slit her throat, and then uh, take the plant back. And uh, you can force the code because there's only 10,000 combinations it can possibly be. Mm-hmm. And uh, steal the key. And then we try every combination of words in every language. That's the hard part. All right, wait. There's not too many of those, huh? What if it's not even the combination, but the voice that it needs to be? Oh, yeah. All right. That's a lot. We kidnap everyone in the building, take them to the vault. It's starting to be, this is not subterfuge. I was going to ask Brayton, like, do we know common things about this type of safe? Like, would we know since we're thieves that it is a, like a voice or a passcode? Like if we know the passcode, can we use it or does it have to be the Admiral? Um, you got to roll a knowledge vault check, baby. Who's Who's the the DM in this case? Okay. We got your bag, Brayton. Thanks, buds. Yeah, I feel like if you want to roll a history check. I got a four. I got a five. Killing it. I got a nine. Yeah, you guys don't know. You're not sure. What's your friend's name, Ed? Oh, Gorton. Gorton. Hey, uh, Drell, would Gorton know about this kind of safe? Has he worked with one of them before? 
Maybe he knows lots of stuff. Maybe we should just ask him and see. All right. I'll run back there real quick. I mean, he's got to, he's probably at the bar, right? All right. All right. Can't hurt to ask, right? All right. I'm going to go back. I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to run back to uh, the speakeasy. Well, I mean, that's not too hard because you're already in the bar, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I stood down the hallway. That's why I said, you guys just chill here for a second. I'm going to run down. I wave at the guards with a one-handed grip cage. I go in there. Is Gordon in there still? Yeah, he's in there. My like, Gordon. He's playing cards. Gordon, I'm in a pickle. You got a quick second? He like motions with his hand to pull a seat up. He's mean mugging everybody, but he like positions his body like he's listening, leans to the side a little bit. Gordon, I need someone that knows about safes. He lays down a card and he goes, hit me. And then he looks All at right, me. All right, I hit goes, him. He's like, you son of a bitch. I thought you needed me to hit you. If that weren't such a good joke, darkness help you. Hey, man, I don't know much about safes, but why don't you go talk to the borough master? They're the ones, they do all the information stuff. Oh, yeah. Where do they hang Maybe out? Maybe they could help you out. They're in their office. Here? Yeah, in the zoo. They got an office. You know the one. Yeah. Uh, and you do know the one. All right, good luck, man. All right. Hey, is two aces good or? Shut, would you? Everyone else at the table is like, ah, oh, they start throwing their hands down, <laughs> folding. He turns to you and he's like, oh, shakes his fist. You're lucky we go way back. Yeah, it's good seeing you again, Gordon. I'll see you. Get out of here. All right, I come out. Guys, he said to go check out the mole hill or the uh, um, the ant hill. Zoo. So the zoo is the name of the lair of the whole thieves guild. Did I tell you guys that before? I think so. You said it was a menagerie. The name of the guild is the menagerie. Okay. The whole place is the zoo. No, the sewers. The sewers. It's like half in the sewers and half. Like, like the stables were not in the sewers. Because it's hard to get horses down there. Yeah, I should have made it like Batman's thing, though. Like, you just shoot up out of a waterfall. <laughs> With your horses? Your standard horses? Ain't no thing. Come on. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? So there's just like an office that you know to go to to ask about it. And it's called Molehill? Or did Ed make that up? That's what the office is called now. And that's where the burrow master hangs out. Well, I think that works out pretty well because I do like this plant delivery plan. And if we follow through on that, I think we might want to recruit one of the little moles to take that plant and deliver it to the house. Any size mole, really. I mean, yeah. small ones are best. They're less expensive. All right. So you guys know from experience, like from being in the guild, that... The borough master is Lorelai Mead Barrel, who is a jolly and maternal halfling woman with kind eyes. She wants the best for her children, even though life has shown them hardship. She wears a humble brown maid's dress, apron, and mob cap. Do you know what a mob cap is, Ed? No. No, but does she wear a hard hat with a light on the front? No, that would be sick, but she doesn't. I didn't think of that. A mob cap is like a bonnet that maids wear. Ah. It has like a little piece of lace on the front. I looked it up. It looks like something an American Girl doll would wear. Yeah. And you know that she's in charge of the moles and the mice. And the moles are mostly orphan children who listen for information in the streets. And as they get older, some of them graduate into being more like spies, like reconnaissance spies, information services, and mice are pickpockets. So there's a good chance that some of you guys came up through that group before you moved into a different group. And you go in, and she's there, and she's like, come on in, dearies. Hey, Lorelai, long time no see. And how are you feeling? Did, or did you, were you, when you were a kid, were you a pickpocket? Probably. You can't just start out a basher, right? That's right. Especially if you're a kid. I'm five. I'm going to punch you. Oh, hey there, Grell. How's life treating you? Did you call me Grell? What's that, Drell? Of course I would never forget a name. Mm. Do I have a beak? Hello there, Mistress Lorelai. It's nice to see you again. Hap, it's always great to see you. This is our new friend, uh, Jock, Joxris. Joxis. Jaxis. Jaxo. Jaxo. This is our new that friend, Jaxo. I never forget a name. I never said that. Hey there, sweetie. Aren't you just a little button? Hey, hey, how's it going? Just trying to eat some porridge. We got a question. And we want to know who we should ask it to. Yeah, you can ask me and I'll let you know if I know the answer. Who knows about safes? Oh, I don't want to be boastful, dearie, but you know it's me. I know the most about safes. Oh, we it's found it safe, safe to say that I know a lot about safes. <laughs> oh, man, you make the best puns. I love them. That's a good one. You are one. quite the jokester, Mistress Lorelai. 
Let's vault past the small talk and get to the question. Well, we did find a vault. We've been assigned on a special task. I don't know if you heard, but this is one of our newest tier teams in the menagerie. When we found this vault, it's got three different locking features. Now, one's a key. That's easy enough. One is a four-digit code of some kind. Also understandable. But the last one is some kind of grill. Mistress Lorelai, and we're not sure how that operates. Are you familiar with that kind of safe? Oh, maybe. I've seen these kinds of things before. What was the dial for the numbers made out of? Why, Mistress Lorelai was made out of brass. Oh, yeah, I definitely know that safe. That's a uh, Voltec 241C. They have one. Uh, who had one of those? They just installed one. Anyway. Yeah, that's just a, it's a passcode. You just have to know the right word. So it doesn't matter if we're one of the people that owns it. We just have to know what the phrase is. Yeah, you just need to know the phrase. It doesn't, you know, it's not sophisticated. Like, I don't know any safe that needs to hear your actual voice. But you can change it. Once you open the safe up, there's a button on the inside, on the bottom. You hold that when you say the code. You can change it to a new one. We're going to change it to my face is dumb whenever we leave. <laughs> Will it matter if I say it in my accent versus Drell and his? Um, I don't think so, dearie. It depends on how badly you butcher the normal tongue. He's basically ununderstandable. Now, don't pout. Well, I do appreciate your knowledge and sharing it with us. We We also wanted... We also wanted to ask you about borrowing one of your moles for the day. You got anyone good that you think we could uh, borrow for about 24 hours? Mm, what for? Uh, we need a delivery service. Yeah, I got a guy. Does he sing? It could be a singing telegram. You're going to have to ask him that yourself, sweetie. All right, we will we'll ask. She pokes her head out into the hallway and she yells, Flanders! Come on down here. And this little kid comes down. He's got a torn up tunic and a coat on, like a herringbone coat that's got roughed up elbows and shoulders. And he's got one of those little newsy caps on. But it's seen better days. A couple holes in his shoes. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Yes, Miss Lorelai. She's like, you're going to help these little sweeties out. Be a deer and don't cause any mischief. And he says, these nerds. Make a fist at him. Roll an intimidation check. 23. All right. He gets real scared. He goes, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These. And then he stands up real straight and proper. He says, fine people of established wealth. I pat him on the back. I'm like, we're good, man. We're good. All right. What do you need me to do? We need you to deliver something. But you have to sing a song. What's in it for me? I can do songs. I'm the best singer in the world. Oh, wow. That's good. Here's what's in it for you, son. Your master told you that you're going to help us, so you're going to help us. Oh. And I'll teach you a sneaky pickpocket trick. Now that's what I'm talking about. Trick first. And I'll tell you one false historic fact. That's not of value. It might be one day. All right. You ready to learn this sneaky pickpocket trick? Yeah, I want to learn it before I'm old. All right, you got anything in your pockets that I can try it out on you, and then I'll teach you the how to do it things? He turns his pockets out to show that they're empty, but you can see that he palmed a pocket knife and tried to hide it from you. Uh, hey, kid, put that knife back in your pocket, and I'll take that knife from you, and I'll give it back. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, you didn't do a very good job, so pay attention. Okay. Should I do uh, sleight of hand? I guess so. <laughs> You're just going to steal his knife and then be like, ah, that's how you do it. Yeah. 13. All right. You got it from him. And he did he notice I got it from him while I was doing it? He didn't react. All right. I'm like, did you notice that I took this from you? And I hold it up in front of him. He looks like he's about to say something smart. And then you hold it up. And then he's like, pats his pocket. He's like, hey, how'd you do that? All right. Here's how I did it. And I put it back into my pocket and I say, watch carefully. And I move my hand into my pocket very slowly (laughs) and I take it out very slowly. And then I say, see, that's how I do it. Now I'll put it in my pocket and you try. And I put it in my pocket. And then he says, well, you have to look somewhere else. Okay. I look up at the sky and I start to whistle poorly. Because I'm a dragon and my lips don't really do a good job. 
he waves his hand to make sure you're not looking at him. <laughs> and then he slowly reaches into your pocket. Roll a perception check. I rolled an eight. Well, you can feel a young boy's fist push aggressively into your pocket, and then it pulls it out real quickly. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You got to work on the hand shape, kid. Got to work on the, It can't be a fist. You can't go into a pocket in a fist because then you take up so much space in the pocket that they can feel it. You got to go more like pointy, pointy fingers like this. And I show him it's like uh, shadow puppet dog grippies, you know? All right, try again. Try again. All right, you can't look. Okay, okay, okay. I look up at this guy again. I try to whistle, even though I'm bad at it. All right. Roll a perception check. Nine. You feel nothing. Oh, my goodness. And I touch my butt pocket, and I'm like, you took it. I didn't even There's feel it There's a piece it of paper in it. Oh, I take it out. What's it say? It's got a drawing of a middle finger. Good job, kid. I give him an elbow bump. Are we like the same height? Yeah, basically. He's a little taller than you. What do you guys need me to do? Here's what I think. So it's still the night of the party, right, Brayton? Yeah, but at this point, it's really late because you guys walked all the way back and stuff and hung out and read that journal. I think that we need to touch base with Jefferson tomorrow. Who's Jefferson? Jefferson? We need to touch base with Ferguson and get some more information. And I do also want to ask Miss Lorelai about common four-digit passwords so that we can finagle some more information out of him so we have some reasonable guesses whenever we get to the vault. 8008. Spells boob. So I think we should have Flanders here meet up with us tomorrow evening for our delivery. I thought you said I was supposed to do a message now. Oh no, it's tomorrow. No, you idiot. Pay attention. Uh... If you meet us right here tomorrow at 7 p.m., I will give you 10 silver. All right, I guess I'll do it. Y'all like that plan? What song are you going to sing, kid? I don't know. (laughs) All right, think about it. You got overnight to think about it. Okay, I'll definitely be here tomorrow. And then he, like, walks away. We're going to need to ask for a different kid, I bet. Is it bedtime? Sure. I don't know. It's late at night. What do you guys want to do? Is our plan to get delivered inside in the plant and overnight break into the safe? I figure if we're inside, it's easy to get the key, but we need the words and the numbers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I should go as Lord Smothers tomorrow with you guys and your disguises to the office that we got, the office location, because Ferguson said he'd be there. Yeah. Were you in the room with the safe for very long? No, not long at all. Well, when you went in there, were there, I mean, you weren't in there long, but were there any words on the walls like live, laugh, love? I don't think I saw anything. Okay. Was there a number written in pencil, like right below the combo? Because if I know anything about people that use vaults, they're stupid. We could look in the top drawer of the desk, because if I was going to hide a password in plain sight, that's where I'd put it. You think they're like, um... They couldn't figure out how to change it. So, like, you set it to, like, zero, 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 zero. And then you say, like, password, default, admin. Change password. Change password. And it just opens. Hey, Hap. Hey, what? Maybe you should get some more of that love potion while we're here. It worked out. It did work quite well, but I don't know that I can get any more. You used that already? Yeah, I used it on the lady of the house. Why do you think she was so taken with me? Oh, I thought you said you were going to seduce her. I just thought you were charming. Well, I am charming, but I also need some assistance sometimes. Medicinally charming. Well, what does the team vote for? Do you want to go talk to Ferguson and get more information that way? Or do you just want to snoop around the house and get information that way? I'm fine with either plan. I think we should sleep tonight, then go to the office in the morning, and then we can get ourselves delivered in the afternoon. We do both. We just do that one first. I like it. All right. That's the plan then. Sounds good. Let's meet up here bright and early, 9.30 a.m. Wow, I don't know if I do bright and early. 10, 11, I don't care. You need to borrow my sunglasses? As long as the sun's not out, I'm fine. Yo, agree. Let's meet up here tomorrow, whatever time is reasonable to go to this office. So what time do you think they close? Probably like 5. All right, 9.45, let's do it. All right. All right, then. The new heist team goes, do you guys want to... Pick a name for your heist team. The Heistables. All right, the Heistables go to bed for the night. Oh, boy. (laughs) Emily hates it. Will the gang be able to discover the code and the passphrase to open the vault? Will Flanders be on time for their meeting? 
Or is 9.45 way too early? Is the gang sticking with the name Heistables? Find out next time on Burglar Mystery Tour. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.